Hello, and welcome to The Dark Side with Brianna. And Marinda. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop sharing my screen. I, I can't do the... <laughs> I can't do the tongue roll that you did. Like, it's... You know, like how some people can do it, and some people can't. I can't do it. Yeah. I go, I go, da 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 And this is where you find out that I say Pedro and not the other one. Born and raised in New Mexico, I can't say Pedro. Everyone is welcome. What are you talking about? Pedro. You just said it. Pedro? Oh no, honey! You, you pronounced Pedro. Did I? I don't know. Anyway, yes, you did. You said I trust you. You said I trust you. I this is where I born and raised, did and you? I can't say. Did you? <laughs> oh God! This is the third recording. <laughs> yes, of 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 Satanism and the Satanic Panic, and we're having some fun technical difficulties, but hopefully, it gets better. <laughs> We're, we're really hoping Something it gets better. Something does not want us to put this out. Probably because I yes. keep talking about West Memphis 3 at the end. But anyway, we're going to save that there for the are. end. Um, so yes. I'm going to be keeping an eye on this. And uh, What is today about? Time. I told you it's about Satanism <laughs> and the Satanic Good. Panic. What? And at the end, we're going to talk a little bit about the West Memphis oh. 3 and how the Satanic Panic is alive and well. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> I was distracted by yours truly. A kitten. Aw. She barged in. I'm sorry. I'm like, trying I'm to here. I'm trying to watch the clock and make sure that it doesn't like pause on its own again. <laughs> Do four things at once. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying yeah. like I said, I'm trying to keep my eye on the clock. So Alright. I'm I'm gonna be keeping my eye on the clock for this. Um if you have questions or things that you want to bring up, please do. Um, and I'm gonna miss looking at you for this, but like I said, well, like we brought up, this is the third time we've tried to do this. And the time got We'll get it funky. out there. Yes, we're, we're determined, yes. so, it, okay. It, the, the recording paused, an entity yes. paused the recording. Yes, so <laughs> I'm gonna be looking between notes that I took from the f from remembering the first recording and mm -hmm. and uh, the the clock on the recording thing so um, definitely if you have something to add feel free so we're gonna jump right in and talk a Go little ahead. bit more about Satanism and um, we're going to talk about why they have Lucifer and why they talk about Satan being their main guy. Not not necessarily a guide or a um, person that they treat like God, but someone that they look up to. Someone that they um, revere and respect because uh, Satan rebelled against, uh, we all know that Satan rebelled against God, and um, he stood up for what he believed, and that got him cast out of heaven, and um, reigning, and being in hell. 
but um, they look up to and respect Lucifer because Lucifer and Satan, they don't actually worship Satan. Um, they look up to him because of his rebellion and because he stood up for what was right and that is why advocating is such a huge part of their religion. That's why they are found at rallies and why they are found fighting for women's rights, abortion, um, LGBTQIA rights. They fight for um, separation of church and state, and I think we talked about uh, the extent they will go to fight for uh, separation of church and state in the previous episode. Um, the texts that they follow very closely are Paradise Lost, and Paradise Lost is a very long poem. It is broken up into chapters, but it's still a very long poem. Um, and it is about um, the um, fall of Satan from heaven and um, the Garden of Eden and uh, tempting Eve with the apple and the fight that ensued in heaven. Um, and uh, that is one of the texts that Satanists refer to and rely on. Um, one of the quotes is actually pretty popular because of the crow. Um, there's a part where Brandon Lee is killing one of the um, guys. He's taping his head to the uh, driver's seat and uh, the guy in the driver's seat just keeps repeating this line. Um, I think it's something like the devil saw how good the badness he had done was, or it's something like that. That is a mm. quote from Paradise Lost. Everybody, you are welcome. Mm. Um, so it is a very popular text to refer to. It's just also very long. Um, yes. Cliff Notes. I, I, I want to find cliff notes personally. Um, another text that they refer to is the revolt of the angels. And, um, that one is about some angels, if I recall correctly from what I read in, uh, Compassionate Satanism by Lilith Starr, that text is, her book is more about, um, some angels wanting to find Lucifer and um, get him to not just help them rebel, but like lead them in a rebellion and also to essentially take over heaven and be the new god. Lucifer does not want to be the new god. Um, he very much is just like, you'll be in the same paradox if I am leading heaven. Um, so don't don't use me for that. I don't want that. That is not my deal. I'm happy with this. So that is the point that the Revolt of the Angels makes. Another text that I was curious about was mm. Faust. I was just like, well, why don't they look at Faust at all? Let me read Faust myself and take a look at this and see why not. So I bought a copy of Faust and 
there was a very long introduction and by long I mean it was about 60 pages it could have been a dissertation I feel like although I know dissertations are longer <laughs> uh, before you come at me Definitely. <laughs> I know dissertations are longer than 60 70 pages but that fucking introduction was long and it w- it did talk about the real person Faust and um, he was not a good guy um he was a monk at one point and a trigger trigger warning for sexual assault and molestation he liked to molest young boys um so he eventually was just like fuck catholicism and fuck the catholic church i am going to just start being as blasphemous as I want and I'm going to continue to molest children. Um, so I have no idea how the writer got the play Faust from all of that, but uh, mm-hmm. he somehow did and Faust... Okay. <laughs> Athena knocked over my mic. Was I'm like, glad. What is this? Aww. I'm so sorry. Sorry, everybody. Kitten. Kitten. Sorry for headphone users. Kitten. Kitten. She's adorable. She's allowed. She's allowed. (laughs) Um, No, don't do it again. So, so, so I don't know how they, the, the writer of the play got what he got, but the play at its foundation is this guy sells his soul to Satan for something he wants and in the original play he sells his soul to become a younger dude so he can carouse and seduce women and chase women better and maybe study some more stuff but I think it's mostly to get women um some modern take there's there are movies about Faust um, based on the play, thankfully, and not the person. Um, the play, uh, the movies uh, based on the play um, usually are a lot older. Um, there's a silent film that was uh, pretty decent uh, based on the play. Um, I got to see it in a film class. Uh, that was about horror movies where we would just watch horror movies and then talk about the horror movies. I was in heaven for a month. Um, and then, um, a more modern take is the movie American Satan, which I highly recommend because it has rock stars. Uh, Ash Costello from New Year's Day has a cameo in it. Um, it stars Andy Biersick slash Andy Black from Black Veil Brides, and he is very good in it. Ooh. I was pleasantly surprised by his acting. Um, it has Malcolm McDowell from A Clockwork Orange and the Rob Zombie Halloween movies, and has Denise Richards in it. Um, and... Uh, also, just a little shameless plug here, you don't have to like metal music to follow and appreciate Andy Biersick 
slash Andy Black's TikToks. They're hilarious. I highly recommend following him strictly for his TikToks. Uh, he does <laughs> he, he does some shit that it's like, oh, I, I'm going to go on this tour and show you some things behind set. And then he like has old man problems <laughs> where he'll be like, I think uh, in, I know in the second try for this, I talked about how he built up talking about how he learned these dance steps and he set his phone down and it like fell over without him noticing and he did his little dance and like didn't realize until the last minute that oh shit my camera fell over mm -hmm. like I said it's it's like intentional old man problems and he is not an old man he is a couple years younger than me <laughs> he is in his 30s guys um, <laughs> so for a modern day Faust and to see what a, a modern day Faust looks like, uh, feel free to watch American Satan that can be found on Tubi, which is free. Um, and it is available for purchase on Amazon for Blu-ray or DVD, I think. Um, so then segueing from Satanism and the birth of Satanism in the 60s slash 70s to the Satanic Panic of the 1980s, which I think might have started a little bit earlier based on an Eagles song, which we have not talked about before, I don't think. And mm. um, I honestly don't think ever ended. So the Eagle song that I am referring to is Hotel California. <laughs> da, 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 Hotel California. I love that song. I was hoping yeah. it was that song. I was like, that's the one Eagle song I know. <laughs> you can check in, but you can't check out. And uh, eventually mm -hmm. the satanic church, not the satanic church, because I feel like this is a different situation from the satanic church. Um, and I think I called them in the previous episode chapters. I stand corrected if I did. It's a, it's a church. Um, <laughs> mm. But I know I have temples, right? There are also temples. And they're not as formal as the churches. Um, the churches can be pretty formal. Um, they do have some ceremonies like an unbaptism. Um, but you don't have to do any of the ceremonies or the rituals. You can mm -hmm. um, very much just go and, and join and get a certificate online. Um, I have visited their um, homepage a couple a time or two, um, and it is very user-friendly for the millennial that is not good with technology <laughs> over here. Hi. <laughs> I am she, she is me, and it's not in the in the cutesy Andy Biersick way. I'm really bad at technology, guys. Uh, I hear you. Um, As this is the third time we're recording this. It's not even like it's anyone's fault. This is just, it's like... Technical difficulties. keep happening. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Someday we will be able to sit in the same room and record together. Yes, I imagine and we'll sit on this couch and like we would have like painted it together and... 
I don't know, like, so, something cute. So, you know that I sent her an Instagram yesterday of, like, the connecting houses on Instagram oh God, with yes. the, and I'm just <laughs> like, that hallway would be perfect for our studio. Caleb might kill us, <laughs> but... <laughs> Oh my gosh. And if I ever no. get someone, they might kill us too, but that hallway looks like it might be perfect for things. Yes. And then like what if we what if it's like half black and then like half like all pink and oh like my with God. Like polka dots or something? Like Wednesday. <laughs> for, for those of you exactly confused, like I am Wednesday and I am wearing my Wednesday shirt again and my perfect. Beetlejuice pants. <laughs> I thought you those were I was gonna make a comment earlier, but I was like, I don't know if those are Beetlejuice pants. What if they're just like leggings? They're my Beetlejuice flare pants and they are from Vampire Freaks. Ooh. Yeah. Hashtag not spawn. Nope, they're not sponsored, sadly. Maybe I will I will get some cojones and ask them if they need a copywriter. Um <laughs> But I, we digress. So, the satanic panic of the 1980s, and this is where the recording usually gets funky as fuck. Mm. So, let's try. Um, so, again, I think it started a little earlier, like in the 70s, and then progressed into the 80s, because, mm -hmm. the, again, the Eagles singing... Eagles, I can talk, I promise singing about Hotel California and the main church for Satan, the main church of Satan is in California. However, uh, the home has changed. So the main, the head house is not in California anymore. It is actually in Salem, Massachusetts. Mm. So okay. that's the main branch of the church of Satan is in Salem, Massachusetts. But at the time it was founded and took not took place, but, or even kept, but it was, what's, it, it started in California and then branched out. Um, so the Eagles song Hotel California is a little bit about that, or at least, um, Hillbilly Horror Story kind of makes it seem like they make a very good argument for how it's about Satanism. And I can see how mm. it would be about the Satanic temple the Church of Satan, excuse me, not the Satanic Temple. Again, yeah. churches and temples are two very different things, and I'm sorry that I'm using, if I use those two interchangeably. Moving on. Satanic Panic of the 80s. We had a lot going on in the 80s, guys. We had serial killers, mm -hmm. which was fun. Uh, we had drug problems, also fun. We had <laughs> Ronald and Nancy Reagan. Um, <clears throat> and the playhouse of fun <laughs> and and politics s not squelching I don't want to use the word squelch for this squeezing their way <laughs> into yeah let's not use that word for that squeezing their way into horror movies um, specifically A Nightmare on Elm Street 5 um, Dream Children I think the subtitle's called Dream Child, maybe, uh, where this character, uh, who was a main character in the fourth movie, um, she lived with her boyfriend, and they make it to the fifth movie, and she gets pregnant by her boyfriend, and he dies in a motorcycle accident. It's, it's really fun, actually. Freddy possesses the motorcycle, so... <gasps> 
Yeah. Um, well, he also possesses the truck, because it's actually the dude's truck, now that I'm thinking more about it. But I digress again. And uh, she He's finds out that... potent. Yes. She she finds out that she's pregnant and she decides mm. to keep the baby even though the baby is opening her up to nightmares of freddy who mm. comes back and starts killing people left and right again um as opposed to giving the baby up for adoption or getting an abortion so yeah. and for people who don't know the reagans were against abortion and they were very conservative they um were they had a, a obviously they had a thing against drugs um they also <laughs> because of the satanic panic <laughs> they uh put the lovely explicit lyrics warning label on records and later cassettes and CDs. I don't know how other people grew up in the 90s and 2000s, but if my parents saw the explicit lyrics warning label on a CD, I was not allowed to get that CD. I could get the clean version of that CD, but let me, tell you, let me tell you, Rob Zombie and Disturbed were much better unfiltered <laughs> way better unfiltered exactly uh, so that's my childhood anyway um but why we got that like i said is because of the satanic panic of the 1980s and um we had again going back to music we had bands like slayer ozzy osbourne um hair metal I don't know why hair metal keeps coming to mind, but hair metal is in my brain to stay, I guess. I'm not particularly a fan of hair metal. But anyway, um, and what problems arose from people listening to Slayer, well, not people, but stupid teenagers listening to Slayer was... Oh, I'm being told by this band to go out and kill my peer and sacrifice their body to Satan. Pretty sure that's not what Slayer says anywhere in their lyrics. Yeah. Anywhere. But, um, I'm also not a Slayer fan, so I couldn't tell you for sure. Um, I am a rock fan, as we've established. But, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, so that's uh, one of the reasons why um, the explicit lyric excuse me I have been burping since the second part failed third time's a charm but I am burping I am sorry I am trying to hide it and excuse me <laughs> so um, kind of a, a a satire. I almost said satyr. I'm so sorry. Um, it is a satyr. <laughs> satyr, satire. Eh, they're same both. Difference. They they they're spelled the same. They mean different things. Um, a satire of 
the 1980s in particular is American Psycho. And uh, it's very pop culture-y. I don't know if you... Have you seen American Psycho? Of course I have. Okay. Of course I have. Okay. We've I done this... I love Christian Bale. We, same here. <laughs> We've done this three times and I keep forgetting to ask you if you've seen Of course I've movie. seen American Psycho. No, it's part of being American. Duh. Well, I don't know, child... I don't know your life. <laughs> you won't. I did watch it pretty late in life. Like I was like a solid like twenty, yeah, nineteen. Yeah, I was gonna give you a hard yeah. time and say you won't watch it with me. You won't watch no, Child's Play with me. So nope, I how am I, I supposed to know if if American Psycho makes it what? in your cut? Hold on, hold on. For me, okay. For me, the things that do not make the cut mm-hmm. are like. Hmm. Things with dolls. I did, however, watch Annabelle, the, like, the yeah. beginnings. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. Creation. Fucking that Annabelle. was cool. Mm. I liked it. You know she's uh, supposed to be a little Raggedy Ann doll, right? Yeah, and my mom had this Raggedy Ann doll when I was a kid, but it didn't scare me. But um, Chucky definitely scared the shit out of me. I'm sorry. Uh, it scared the shit out of me. Sorry. Um, I'm trying to think. The line for me is, like, does it have red hair? Oh. Does it look very creepy? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. All right. Noted to all gingers. Well, I'm glad I'm not with my ex anymore because I wonder how that would have gone with you. <laughs> oh, no. So, sadly, Brianna's Wi-Fi was dropped and uh, I'm going to... Oh, look. She's calling. Hang on. She's back! I got her back! back. (laughs) She retrieved me from the pits of hell. Or despair. (laughs) I was gonna go with despair, but... (laughs) Quotations. In quotations, hell. (laughs) (laughs) Do do you want to tell people what happened? So I got excited while I was talking and uh, I kicked the Wi-Fi router and the Wi-Fi went out. (laughs) And to make her feel better, when she finally got back on Teams, I not only muted myself, but I managed to turn my camera off when all I wanted to do was make her tiny and mute myself. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. So... Technologically um, yeah. disadvantaged, <laughs> declined. We don't we don't talk about it in depth anymore, Gen Z. I think they're gonna get it now after this. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so, um, you had said something off air about not hating on gingers, and I had also <laughs> said something off air about wow, it's a good thing, and I don't know if any of this caught before but anyway I said it's a good thing I'm not with my ex anymore because he was a ginger <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna stick with no brunettes hate for forever to gingers. no hate <laughs> my adoptive family is all ginger so I really can't all hate of them. them most of that's them that's insane most of them The girl that I grew up with who uh, calls me sister, she's a ginger. Mm. Yeah, so they're either ginger or brunette. And I'm over Mm -hmm. here like, "Mm, 
And a ginger would be a, would be good. <laughs> okay. We or not a ginger. About... Excuse me, a brunette. I want a brunette. Mm-hmm. And if they dye it black, it's fine. But <laughs> <coughs> we digress. So uh, <laughs> back to American Psycho and um, some of the how it was a parody of the 1980s and everything going on then. Um, mm. It's it talks about the music scene. It talks about serial killers and some mental health issues. It talks about mm. um, the crash in the 80s. There was another, there was a crash in the um, 20s, 30s, around the time of Hoover. And um, there was another crash in the 80s. Um, so the 80s were just a fun time and uh, American Psycho really captured how um, <clears throat> excuse me about uh, just how status mattered and mm. how it could be maddening to keep up with that status. Um, yeah. And uh, I like how it's been referred to and how it's become pop culture despite that American Psycho itself is a very serious movie. Um, the band Ice Nine Kills has a song, Hip To Be Scared, where they touch on uh, American Psycho and they even have the lead singer talking about uh, tongue-in-cheek um, changing the spiel that Patrick Bateman is giving Jared Leto before he kills him about Ice Nine Kills and Ice Nine Kills early work was just not so great but then they really found their stride with this album <laughs> it's just like I love that that's my favorite scene I'm I'm here for that Spencer Charnas I am so here for that um, and then it is uh, not so much parodied as much as given a very good hats off and not to in um, New Year's Day's um, music video shut up it's uh, she has the freak out over the card and everything and it's a beautiful thing and it's also very empowering for women so if you don't mind metal I highly recommend or you know people yelling and screaming aka metal aka hard rock I really highly recommend those two music videos. Um, another thing that was getting really popular in the late 70s, early 80s was the tabletop role-playing game Dungeons and Dragons. D&D! D&D! Yeah. yeah! And it's getting popular again because yeah. of Stranger Things Season mm -hmm. 4. Yeah. And, well, not just Season 4, but... Uh, Stranger Things season one through four, it talks about the Satanic Panic and the tie-in with the Satanic Panic and Dungeons and Dragons in season four a little bit. It really only hit the the head on the 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 nail on the head. Nail. There we go. Shh. Mm -hmm. The nail on the head. <laughs> it, it it just barely touched that that head. Yeah. Oh. 
Um, mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Committed to that sentence. <laughs> I'm going to move swiftly on f- from it and make a different reference. <laughs> um, Eddie Munson, for those of you who don't know, is actually based on Damien Eccles. Mm, who no, I'm getting ready to talk about because I'm going to be talking a little bit about the West Memphis 3 case. I keep teasing it. We're getting there. Just wait. That happened in the early 90s. Early mm-hmm. early mid-90s. Early mid- mm, Hang on. One moment. You know I keep books everywhere. So. Um. <laughs> she just went Shh. poof. And then there was a book in her hand. Yeah. 1993. It was early 90s. <laughs> you just poofed a book out of... You, you materialized a book. You are really a witch, huh? <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. I'm, I'm here once a week with the beautiful Brianna Carlton. <laughs> Blood witch. <laughs> Marvelous Marinda. <laughs> oh, I prefer mystic... My, I prefer and my business cards say mystic Marinda, but I will take magnificent. Oh, I love that. That's funny. I gotta remember that I have business cards and start handing them out. (laughs) Same. (laughs) We digress. Anyway, Dungeons and Dragons and the Satanic Panic. So, they kind of believed that because there's dragons and they hide it in with, oh, there's dark dungeons and there's dragons and there's fire. It's easy to tie that in with hell. Um... It's much nerdier than that. Look at how they're playing Dungeons and Dragons and Stranger Things. It is like that. And I've played Dungeons and Dragons a little bit before. Fourth edition and a little bit of fifth edition, I think, because my ex used to run those kind of games. And that is actually one thing that I do miss about my ex is those games. Beside the point. They're very nerdy. They're very, not time-consuming, but you go to battle, and you go on a quest. Mm -hmm. You roll dice. Sometimes it gets into the realm of 3D. Sometimes it's just all in your mind and in your head. It's something that you play. Um... At another time, we can talk about Vampire the Masquerade and how that got one. That one got a little bit screwed up because of some other idiot that decided to make some choices and blame a game on it. Um, mm. But let's yeah. focus on D and D and the Satanic Panic of the 1980s and how um, a couple of guys did f- fall on I play D and D or it. It's in their background. I play D&D. Um, one of them, <clears throat> excuse me, off the top of my head, played D&D, was playing D&D and doing drugs in college while he decided he, w- he wasn't going to class. He was just letting his parents pay for the classes and getting out from under their mm-hmm. roof and doing drugs and playing D&D all the time. His parents decided to cut him off. He decided to kill his parents so that he could get money from them, from their insurance. So with some of his D&D friends, he decided to kill them. And they did. And they fucked up. And they got caught. 
did D&D really have anything to do with that? No. Mm-mm. No, it didn't. Um, there's another true crime case where another young man was playing D&D, and that one I am not as familiar with. Um, but he... I forget what he did with it, but he did kill some people and tried to blame it on D&D, and it's just like, no. D&D did not make you kill these people. Neither did the rock music or the horror movies. You decided to take it upon yourself to kill people. Take some responsibility. (coughs) When you said the rock music, I immediately pictured... Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because you like paused between the rock and music and I was I'm like, sorry. like neither did the rock. And I was like <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> it was just my brain being slow. I was trying to think of other things that people blame it on. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I had a mini brain fart, okay? It's fine. <laughs> Uh, so, Morbid, a true crime podcast, touches on both of those cases. I don't remember what episodes. I just remember thinking, oh god, here we go again. The podcast, uh, Satanic Panic, also touches on the case that I'm less familiar with. Um, and they also talk about how some children at Bible camp had some implanted memories because they went to this camp. They either had a horrible time at this camp for one reason or another, or they were being molested um, verbally, mentally, emotionally, and or sexually abused. And somehow took it to be in the name of Satan. Mm. <clears throat> so they took that and turned to their parents. Hey, I was abused in the name of Satan. And believing the children and talking to them and like leading them and asking leading questions, it became something more and something bigger. So that contributed to the satanic panic. I'm not saying that those kids were did not go through a horrific time. I am saying that those could have been planted into their minds by an adult, which is just Mm -hmm. as horrific to me. Yeah. So that was also going on in the 80s. And one of the many reasons I personally don't think that the satanic panic ends in the 80s is because as you I pulled out a book out of thin air to double check the year 1993 going into 1994 because Damien Eccles had time to turn 18 and his Mm -hmm. birthday is in early I think it's in early December late no He's a Sagittarius, so I'm. Th- mm. I think it's December 11th, his birthday. Mm. <clears throat> so now we are getting to West Memphis three, finally. Mm. Hopefully, fingers crossed, nothing happens. Here we to go. To this recording. To this yeah. recording, again. 
again. Here we go. So, in 1993, three eight-year-old boys went missing. And they were found dead in this little creek in what was called by the children Robin Hood Woods. And the cops, allegedly, decided, I'm trying to figure out language here because I really don't want to get sued, um, that Damian Eccles, Jason Baldwin, and Jesse Miss Kelly were to blame for these three eight-year-old boys' deaths. Damian Eccles, Jason Baldwin, and Jesse Miss Kelly, first of all, all had alibis <clears throat> for the time that they think this murder was conducted. Mm-hmm. Damien Eccles, I look up to him a lot, follow him on Instagram. He, thank goodness, is free. And he is lobbying and trying really hard to get Arkansas to test evidence so that they can find out who killed these three little boys. Mm-hmm. Because they either haven't completely tested the evidence or they just overlooked a lot of things with the evidence because it was easier to blame these three quote troublemakers end quote wow damian eccles was openly wiccan he wore all black partly because a girlfriend told him he looked good in all black and also partly because he wanted people to just leave him alone he just wanted to read about Wicca. He just wanted to read his book about Stephen King. He just wanted to learn and teach himself in a very, very religious town about other religions. Mm-hmm. And Jason Baldwin, oh, before I move on from Damien Eccles, Damien Eccles in Devil's Knot, it is brought up that. Damien did have some psychological problems and he was being treated for, I don't think it was bipolar disorder, but I think it was something like depression and something else. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, and he was um, on parole and had to ask his parole officer to move with his family to Um, I forget if it was either Oregon or Washington State, but he was in Oregon slash Washington State for a little bit, and then they moved back to Arkansas. Mm. And Damien had really missed his friends, particularly Jason Baldwin, who was his best friend. Jason Baldwin was sadly guilty by association... I can't say association right now. There we go. Association. Mm. Good job. Thank you. He was a very good student. He wanted to write. He wanted to maybe get into photography. He um, sadly found his mom like near, she wasn't near death. She lived, but she had tried to commit suicide. He found his mom Mm. in a bathtub 
and uh, he and his mom were best friends. She, um, like I said, she lived. He wrote an essay about how that changed him and changed his life. And later they used that against him. They used Damien's writings against him as well when, yeah, on stand. Um, If you're not much of a reader, but you're okay with documentaries, um, the, uh, there's West of Memphis, which is kind of a wrap up of um, Paradise Lost parts one through three. Um, I recommend looking at Paradise Lost if you're not big on reading, if you don't mind reading. Uh, Devil's Not by Mara Leverett is, it's a tough read, but it's a good read. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Jesse Miss Kelly. He is, or, or was, good friends with Jason Baldwin. Um, he didn't get along with Damien Eccles very well, and Jesse Miss Kelly sadly didn't have a high IQ and he worked sometimes with his dad his dad is a car mechanic so he worked at a a car mechanic place that was kind of near um, Robin Hood Woods but again all three of these young men had alibis Mm -hmm. and they decided to take Jesse in and question him without an adult, and Jesse was 16. So Mm. he needed either a parent or a lawyer. If not both. If not both. Yes. Thank you. So Jesse, after a while, um, started telling the police because he was questioned for hours. Mm. And it wasn't two or three hours. It was anywhere from eight to 12 hours. Wow. Yeah. And they, I don't think they fed him or gave him anything to drink either. And they somehow lost a lot of the recordings. (gasps) Yeah. So there's that. Uh, (laughs) So they tried Jesse separately from Jason and Damien. And all three were sentenced to death row. Wow. Just because they were different. Yeah. And they were, quote, troublemakers, end quote. And this was their easy solution to get rid of the troublemakers in West Memphis. Um, there's a lot of other moving parts that happened with this case. I can't get into it. Morbid covered it very well and very thoroughly in three parts. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly recommend doing look, going and looking at Morbid. I also highly recommend watching um, Paradise Lost one, part one, two, and three. Um, and West of Memphis, there is also a movie starring Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Excuse me. And... Colin Farrell, I think. And it it's okay. It's alright. Um it it it's hard to fit everything into a two hour movie. Mm-hmm. Um and they did the best they could with what they had and while being respectful. Um 
so, and again, Eddie Munson, uh, the actor who played Eddie Munson, um, saw the Paradise Lost documentaries and kind of based his attitude off of Damien's from those documentaries. Mm-hmm. So that uh, wraps up what part of why I don't think the Satanic Panic ended in, well, part of why. The other reason I don't think that the Satanic Panic ended in the 1980s is because a lot of people are coming into spiritual awakenings right now. Mm-hmm. You and I both had a spiritual awakening mm-hmm. uh, from the sound of it last year and um, for both of us and uh, we're just seeing a lot of Christians being afraid and not understanding and lashing out because they're afraid and not understanding which is yeah. what happened with um, the Salem witch trials and again with I feel West Memphis 3. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it's this when when people start othering and fearing yes. others, that's when you get hate. That's where all hatred comes from. It comes from fear of the unknown. Yes. Um Oof, we covered a lot today. I'm sorry. A lot of times. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm so glad that we finally that got, we got it. it recorded finally. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and um, just so everybody knows, Damien, Jason, and um, Jesse are all uh, free from the death sentence. They entered into an Alford plea in, I think, 2011? Something. Uh, hold on, because the book appeared again. Uh, she just poofed it into her oh. hand. Oh no, I poof it. Uh, circuit judge held an unexpected hearing on August 19th, 2011. That resulted in, yep, okay, August 19th, 2011. Damien wow. Eccles, Jason Baldwin, nice. and Jesse Miss Kelly Jr. suddenly being set free because they entered into that Alford plea. Mm. That is so, such a detriment to them because such a huge chunk of their lives was taken from them. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and they are not kind to child murderers in jail, and they hinted that the three three eight-year-old boys, uh, Christopher Byers, Michael Moore, and Steve Branch, um, might have, or at least Christopher Byers, might have been sexually assaulted in some way. Gosh. So... I'm sorry, I should have trigger warning that. Um, bless you. Thank you. Um, they, they were not... They were not, probably treated badly in, oh, when they were imprisoned. Like, Damien, so Damien had to go into solitary a lot of the times because he was safe in solitary a lot of the time. Um, and that is part of why... Um, Jesse and Jason were like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go into the Alford plea because you're not, Damien's not gonna live much longer if this continues. They're gonna kill him. So that was part of the reason why, um, Jesse was a little hesitant. I think Jason, actually not Jesse, was a little hesitant 
about it just because the language with entering an Alfred plea is weird. You're like, you're saying, how do I want to say this? You're not saying, yes, I did it, but you're saying something like, I can neither confirm nor deny that I did this. Let me yeah. out. <laughs> mm. Kind of. Um, Alfred, please, are just a pain in the ass. However, Damien is very much pushing for Arkansas to uh, test evidence. I think I've mentioned that before, but just to... Mm -hmm. He is still pushing for them to test evidence so that they can find out who really killed these poor three little boys. Yeah. Mm. So, sorry, again, long-winded. <coughs> but I just wanted to... It needs to, to be said. I wanted to wrap it up and let people know, hey... They're okay. They're free. Yeah. But they're still trying to clear their names. Yeah. Yeah. So. But it needed to be said. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Sorry. My voice is a little hoarse. So, from talking. But I'm glad that Three we finally... <laughs> for four hours straight. Okay. So, everyone is clear. The first time was... What, Thursday? Friday? Yes. So, yeah. And then yeah. the the other two times were today. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was amazing. So, thank you. I try. Thank you so much, Miranda, for being so informative. And while you were describing the Alford plea, I was like, I don't know what that is. And Miranda knows what that is. She's so smart. And then Miranda kind of knows it. what it is. Stop. Wait. I was like, I was like, she's so smart. And then I sat and I thought, she studied criminology. <laughs> That's probably why she knows what it is. So, and also, you read, read books on this too. So. Well, I'm not quite finished with uh, Devil's Knot, but I'm working mm -hmm. on it. And uh, criminology. <laughs> I majored in English and minored in criminology, and why that is is because for some strange reason they would not let me minor in sociology <laughs> with a That's major in so English. Weird. Yeah, so they had to change the term to criminology. But basically, I took a bunch of sociology. <laughs> yeah. <now laughs> That's I why I'm, I'm always like, oh, I wish I were cool enough to have taken more classes that lent that leaned toward criminology but mm -hmm. i mostly studied sociology <laughs> <laughs> well soci sociology is still important though but yeah i mean this yeah. is how i know about the horror movies and the reagan era and the drug scares and stuff like that with the 1980s is because mm -hmm. of uh i think it was called the course was called Drugs and Crime, and it was a sociology mm. class. And I wrote a paper about, uh, I think, I think it was cocaine in the 1980s. Co hmm. Cocaine, mm. yeah, in the 1980s. So, had to know about the Reagans. Anyway. Yeah. 
I'm glad I get to finally tell this get stuff this somewhere because, like, I'm like, yeah. I know things. I am smart. Dad doesn't so want to hear any of this. <laughs> I know things. I know why bodies float. <laughs> oh my god, stop. <laughs> Not all it's, bodies float, but... Yeah, we, no. I, I know what you meant, though. If, if there's... If their lungs are filled with water, they sink, okay? If they aren't drowned, then they float because there's still air in the lungs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone is welcome. The more you know. <laughs> Thank you. And thanks, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this. Thank you so much for listening today. We guys... We, we guys... We hope you guys had a great day and a great time watching it. Watching. Listening. <laughs> Listening. <sighs> well, Thank you the, guys so much for watching. Watching. Ah! The things that I recommend you watch, I hope you enjoy watching those. But yes. maybe someday Thank you will you. be able to watch us because there is a yeah. thing on, on uh, what is it that I upload this to? Anchor. Anchor. <laughs> there is an option on Anchor to do video. So maybe someday we can figure yes. that out. One day. <laughs> One day. Yeah. But um, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you guys had a great day and hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And um, we were talking about blessings at the beginning of this because I sneezed or was it the last one that got deleted? But bless you guys. Bless you. Yes. <laughs> May you guys ha- be blessed today. And have a good rest of your day. Be magical and shit. <laughs>